Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to the recommendations for the Recently Redeemed podcast. I'm your host, Carson Hall, the college and career pastor here at Maysville Baptist Church. I'm so thankful you tuned in today for our recommendations to help you grow in your walk with the Lord, and I pray they benefit you greatly. And welcome to this week's episode of the Recommendations for the Recently Redeemed Podcast. I'm your host, Carson Hall, and today I am joined by the student pastor here at Maysville Baptist Church and a good friend of mine, Justin Lou Allen. Thank you, Justin, for coming on today. Thank you, Carson, so much for allowing me to be here. I'm excited about this opportunity and, and looking forward to our conversation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, do you want to take just like two to three minutes and explain what the student pastor here at Maysville does? Sure, absolutely. So I've been the student pastor here at Maysville for a little over five years now. And so <laughs> that entails just keeping up with teenagers mm. and um, hopefully contributing to the discipleship that they're experiencing, uh, coming alongside parents and equipping them and encouraging them to be the primary disciple makers of their students mm. and uh, providing opportunities. Our desire in the student ministry is to provide opportunities for them to love God, love others and serve the world. Mm. Um, that's kind of the heartbeat for our student ministry and our vision, and uh, and that's what we we pursue. Mm-hmm. So. I love it. I love it, and that's a common theme here at Maysville Baptist Church Absolutely. to love God, love others, and serve the world. Yeah. So, just for any new listeners checking in, how this works is it is going to be a conversation where we talk about Justin's recommendations for a new believer in that first one to two year range of two books of the Bible he would recommend them read, and a spiritual book to coincide. So, Justin, do you want to hop right in with that first biblical book you would recommend? Sure, absolutely. So, um, I am a believer in keeping it simple sometimes, Mm -hmm. and um, so both of my recommendations are going to be the first book in the New Testament and then the first book of the Old Testament. And so... um, but I do have some um, some reasons behind that, obviously. With Matthew, I love how Matthew really ties the Old Testament and the New Testament together. And as you're reading that, you see the prophecies and the many things that pointed to Jesus coming. Mm. And by seeing that, you realize that the entirety of Scripture is necessary. Uh, but not only is it necessary, it was intentional. Right. It was a plan. Yeah. And so... Um, to see that God had a plan mm. from the beginning, it was always part of his plan. And that um, seeing that unfold, seeing that unpack, um, for one, it's assuring, hey, we just put our faith in Jesus. Mm-hmm. We just said, hey, God, we, we believe you. We believe in you. Right. And we're trusting you. But to see that, wow, he's way bigger than we realized. Mm. Like chaos that we see and we feel every day, it seems so unfair, so disorderly, so out of control. But to know that we serve a living mm. and sovereign Lord is yeah. a huge encouragement. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And I, I love Matthew for that kind of launch pad. because, mm-hmm. And I love the theme of going one old and one new, mm. especially with going with Matthew and Genesis, just because it's like, okay, you get a great picture of who Jesus is mm-hmm. and what he's done for us in Matthew. And then, you know, you kind of pick up in Genesis, well, like, 
this is this dude that's getting rumored about right mm-hmm. here. So I love that theme, and I think Matthew's a great place to start uh, for a new believer. Yep. So, And you've already mentioned it, so <laughs> your second book you would recommend is Genesis. Yeah, so Genesis, um, obviously the first 11 chapters kind of set the foundation for obviously creation mm. and it gives us a picture of what the beginning looked like right and um how sin entered the world so we see the fall of man and we see how that broke the relationship between god and man and um and we see even the depravity of how far man got mm-hmm. um, to the point to where god even regretted making man yeah and uh, but what we see in that and and from the beginning all the way through is we see God's desire for redemption mm. and God's provision for that. And um, it, uh, there's a story in that um, in that book about a man named Joseph. Mm. And the story of Joseph, I think so many of us can relate to. Yeah, Joseph goes through a season where there's a little bit of sin there, uh, maybe a little bit of pride, mm. um, but then he is unjustly mistreated. And, and he goes through this turmoil as a result and winds up in prison in mm. a foreign land. And um, it, this could be one of the darkest moments in someone's life where someone gives up. And yet Joseph stays faithful and tries to love the Lord. Now, there's some confusion there, I'm sure. But the reality is God takes him out of prison puts him second man in charge in Egypt mm. and the delivers that region of people and not only that re- region of people but his family yeah. from a great famine. Mm. And so um, seeing the story of redemption, seeing the story of reconciliation with his family, mm. uh, seeing the story of deliverance, I mean all of these things uh, paint a really cool picture and then we get to that's that's the starting point yeah. of the Bible. Yeah. And then we get to see that play out all throughout Scripture. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's a great launching pad uh, for a new believer to see these beautiful pictures of how God uses people in the chaos of life, even right. even despite their sin. Mm. God uses them to complete his mission, yeah. to fulfill his story, and to accomplish his purpose. So I love that. Yeah, I think that's a great great point you just made is how even God can use sinful people. Oh, yeah. And uses, I mean, uses all of us because all of us have sinned. All of us still sin that are even have been saved. And God can use anyone. And it's an amazing truth, I think, that you find in the text. So now here's the question. Would you recommend somebody start in Genesis or start at Matthew and then go back to Genesis? So I would say to start with Matthew first. Um, I think the big part of that is because we just put our faith and trust in Jesus. Right. And there's a section in Matthew that I love in Matthew 5 through 7 Mm -hmm. that is Jesus' words. And um, if you wind up are able to get a Bible that has... Red letters. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be confused by that. Don't be like, what in the world is this? Yeah. So, is this a um, misprint? Yeah. So the red letters are Jesus' words. And um, I love to see um, Bibles that have red letters just because it's easier, for, especially for a new believer, to differentiate where Jesus is speaking. Mm. And um, I love starting in one of the Gospels because there's so many quotes of 
of Jesus' teaching. But Matthew, there's three chapters of Matthew 5 through 7 mm-hmm. of Jesus. It's called the Sermon on the Mount. It's one of the most popular sermons ever. Yeah. And um, it's Jesus' teaching. And a couple of things he talks about in particular, the Beatitudes, mm. and then um, challenging us and, and informing us, too. We're the salt of the earth mm. and the light of the world. And yeah. um, essentially what he's saying is we're called to be a cut above. Right. We're called to live above the standards that this world sets for us because we are called to a higher calling. Yeah. And um, to realize that, it should challenge us mm-hmm. to step up and to um, to fight hard every single day to live in a way that honors the Lord and and make decisions not because we're trying to be legalistic, not because we're just trying to do right. And really that's what some of the sermon was addressing was the attitude of being right just to be right. Yeah. And it's more about being right because that's what God calls us to be. Right. To be faithful, to be different. And um, to show love and grace and mercy and those things, and uh, and so I love that that sermon in in, in specifically, but mm. um, but there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of good content in yeah. that in that yeah. book for sure. And I think a big theme, just to kind of piggyback on what you said about Sermon on the Mount, I think a huge theme in the Sermon on the Mount is do it because you want to, not because you have to. Yeah, absolutely. And and for a new believer. That's an important thing to know. It's like, because it can be confusing to say, okay, I have to do this. I have to do this. But no, it should be something you want to do and desire to do. So, Yeah, when we put our faith and trust in Jesus, uh, there's a love that comes with that. Mm -hmm. And we're compelled to follow him faithfully because we love him. Right. He's the King of kings and Lord of lords. And, and he died on the cross for our sins. He mm. made that sacrifice because of his love for us. Right. Yeah. So. The uh, the most awesome gift we could ever receive was given to us for free, mm-hmm. but purchased at a cost yeah. that's incomprehensible. Nobody else could have paid. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's so true. So, start in Matthew. Mm-hmm. Work back to Genesis. Yep. And I love, I love the themes that will translate there. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and I'm an Old Testament guy. So <laughs> I've always I've always thought, you know, lately, I don't know if you feel this way, but I feel like the movie industry has just gone downhill lately. Yeah. And I'm has. just like, look, just go to the Old Testament. Oh, there's some just, great stories. I mean, you could have <laughs> a years and years worth of movies mm-hmm. just off Old Testament stories from the Bible like I think of Joshua chapter 10 mm-hmm. and that's that's one of my favorite stories of the Bible and it's super short yeah but I mean you think about the sun stopping in the sky so they can oh, continue yeah. to fight this battle it's it's just awesome yeah. so start with Matthew work back to Genesis what is the spiritual book just to kind of supplement in that reading of the word in those first one to two years you would recommend okay so um, it's a pretty easy read, um, and and actually you can find uh, you can find the audio books on YouTube for free. So, okay, um, that's a huge plus, and it's by A. W. Tozer, mm. The Pursuit of God, and uh, it's a really good book. One of the things I love about it is it cultivates this yearning, this desire to know God more. Right. I think in our culture today. Um, it's really easy to be distracted. Mm. It's really easy to kind of 
set our Bible aside, set our spiritual walk aside, mm. and focus on the things that are more entertaining. Yeah. Uh, to put our passion and our energy in things that are more entertaining, that are more now. Right. And um, like a football game. I mean, uh, I realize this is a podcast, but for those that can't see me, um, which is pretty much all of you, um, I'm wearing my Georgia apparel. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I love my Georgia football uh, team and uh, root for the dogs. Every Saturday they play. But my passion for football should wane in comparison to my passion for the Lord. Mm. And and I love how Tozer um, lays that out and really challenges the believer to put our passion and our love in pursuing God. Right. And and I'll be honest with you, his prayers at the end of every chapter, Oh yeah. that alone is worth the read. Yeah. So yeah. his prayers are pretty awesome. Yeah. Before we started recording, I told you, you know, you kind of stole mine that I was going <laughs> to recommend when we get to the episode where I give my recommendations. Yep. But that should be even more encouragement to anybody listening that this is a phenomenal book. Absolutely. Both me, Justin, and probably a lot of the pastors you know would probably recommend, hey, check out A.W. Tozer's Pursuit of God. It's a phenomenal read. It's yeah. a book that really helped me personally in, you know, kind of growing in my faith at a point in my life. So, yeah. Well, full it. disclosure, Zach took my book in the previous podcast. If you hadn't <laughs> listened to that one, go yeah. back and listen yeah. to Zach's. I had a feeling that might happen. You yeah. Know, some, some books may get stolen from other Absolutely. people. Absolutely. <laughs> so start at Matthew, work to Genesis, and then just to supplement that reading of the Word. And keynote there is supplement. Yeah. You need to focus your reading and attention on the Word of God. Your primary reading yes. should always be the Bible. Yes. But just if you want some supplementary reads. Yep. Pursuit of God and any other of the books mentioned on the podcast would be a phenomenal books to read. So, with that, just to kind of close us out, what would be one piece of advice you would give a new Christian that you wish somebody would have told you when you got saved? So, I would say um, this is a benefit. I have seen in ministry a lot, but I, I truly believe this is a benefit for all believers, mm. um, and that's to have a mentor. Yeah, um, to have a spiritual mentor, and and I say spiritual mentor because that's really important. Right. To reach out to someone or to find someone that is more spiritually mature than you, mm. um, and that's a key element is to find someone that kind of fits that uh, description. Because if you if you try to have someone mentor you that that's not more mature than you, um, it won't be good for either of you. And so um, you could easily mislead each other. Mm. But to find someone that, that can be a good mentor or encourager. Right. And a mentor doesn't have to be someone that's providing you with instructions every single week. Mm -hmm. It's just someone that's mainly encouraging you. And the moments you have questions, it's a great resource to go to, um, to ask them these questions. Uh, that can come in the form of a pastor. Yeah. But... Pastors are not the only spiritual mentors in the world. There's some phenomenal right. people out there that are great believers mm. that love just coming alongside someone and encouraging them. Yeah. And so uh, my encouragement to you would be to find someone that is a great encourager that's a, that could be a great mentor for you to help you kind of walk through this journey. Yeah. 
yeah, I think that's a great place to to kind of start is finding that mentor, mm-hmm. finding somebody that can encourage you. Questions can get asked of them, but also this willing to call you out when they see you mess oh, up. Absolutely. I think that's a big thing too. Yeah. Is you know having that person that in a loving way mm-hmm. says, "Hey, you really shouldn't be doing that," or "How have you been doing on this?" Yeah. Uh, have you been reading your Bible recently? You know, yeah. just somebody that's willing to do all of those things. And, you know, here at Maysville Baptist Church where we're recording the podcast, I can think of countless men oh, absolutely. that would be phenomenal mentors for anyone mm-hmm. and countless women that would be phenomenal men- mentors for young women or any new believer that's a woman. Uh, I think that's a essential peace in growing in those first fundamental years of your faith is finding a mentor. So and this doesn't have to be a formal relationship right, where, yeah. hey, you're my mentor uh, and I'm your mentee. The, most of the greatest mentor relationships are informal. Yeah, it just uh, happens naturally. That's not, there's not a title there yeah. of mentor. Um, it is just someone pouring their life into mm-hmm. your life and being that encourager, being that support, yeah, and uh, and meeting you in those moments of need. So. Right, I love it. Well, thank you so much, Justin, for hopping on the podcast yeah. today. And thank you giving, so much for letting me do it. Oh, I I really appreciate it, brother. And I want to just on here, I'll thank you for being a big mentor to me and growing in my ministry as well. So I uh, appreciate all of these recommendations, and I hope and pray that these recommendations will reach many other people. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, thank you again for hopping on today. Thank you for having me. Thank you all again for tuning in this week. We hope and pray that these recommendations help you grow in your walk with the Lord. For any more information, please visit our website, maysvillebaptist.net, or reach out to me personally at carsonhall.mbc at gmail.com. Thank you, and I hope you have a blessed day.